0: Earlier This week on The Breakdown, we were able to have what I call a good news episode of the show when we announced that Justin Jones, one of the two young black men in Tennessee that was expelled from their legislature, was sworn back into office after swift work from the Memphis City Council. Today, it is our hope and our expectation that his colleague, Justin Pearson, the other young black man who was expelled and who is still expelled at this point, it is our hope and belief that the Shelby County Council, which is there in Memphis, Tennessee, is going to vote to have him back in office and that Justin himself will be sworn back into office today. Let's not only keep our fingers crossed, let's hold everybody's feet to the fire this needs to happen and I'll keep you posted. I'll try to unpack and explain everything today. This is Sean King and you're listening to the, the the breakdown. The breakdown. The breakdown. Listen. I have to talk about good news every chance I get because (laughs) there's always so much painful news, so much injustice. And in this country, so much violence, so much gun violence. And so when we have good news stories of victories and near victories and progress, we have to tell those stories. And we hope and believe and we are fighting for uh, today to be another good news day because it is our belief uh, that just two days after 27-year-old Justin Jones, the young black legislator from Nashville, was sworn back into office and proudly, boldly marched back into the state capitol onto the floor of the state legislature with his black power fist in the air as disgusted white supremacists looked on It is our belief that his colleague, Justin Pearson, uh, who is also 27 years old, is going to be chosen by the Memphis Council, uh, which is in Shelby County, Tennessee, which uh, just for some context, which is where Tyree Nichols was killed. Uh, Justin Pearson represents Memphis in the Tennessee state legislature. We are glad he's there he is a, a just brilliant smart sharp young man and uh, we're we're so glad that he is there representing memphis and representing his constituents but as of right now he is a man without a seat in the legislature and that seat is unfilled by the tennessee state legislature after they booted him out and we believe as the nashville city council just two days ago, uh, very quickly voted to return Justin Jones back to the state legislature. We believe that the Shelby County Council there in Memphis uh, is going to do this today for Justin Pearson. Um, While I could say I wish they had done it two days ago, um, government is never known for being fast, (laughs) Unless, unless it's about war. And then at that point, the government can move very quickly. (laughs) You know, the government can move quickly when it wants to. Uh, This is not one of those moments uh, when it involves their own, like, deep, intrinsic uh, motivations. Oh, the government can move at lightning speed. Um, But in government speak, if Justin Pearson... Is chosen by the Shelby County Council today and sworn in today in Nashville. Uh, in government speak, that is lightning speed. And so, right now, we just want to make sure that the Shelby County Council does right by this young man. We believe they will. Uh, everything that I see and hear indicates that they are exceedingly proud of him. And and they should be. And the city of Memphis should be. You know, I, I said it yesterday and I'll continue to say it. The white supremacist power structure in the Tennessee state legislature made multiple critical mistakes here. Um, they almost made these two young men into martyrs. They, they made them into cult figures. They made them into national and international heroes. And they gave them exponentially more name recognition and influence than they had just 10 days ago. You made these men famous by, you know, first off, uh, you know, to, give, to give these two young men credit, you know, they acted courageously and boldly fighting for their constituents, fighting for better, safer Tennessee and better, safer country. But when Republicans decided to expel these two young men and remove them from the state legislature, at at that point, to, to permanently remove them unless they were returned to their seats, this wasn't like a temporary suspension. Um... It, it made them into the top story in the nation. And it was, in a lot of ways, it's, you know, it's what we talked about just two days ago. This is what Dr. King said civil disobedience and, and, and nonviolent resistance would do. It would expose the foolhardy nature of those that hate you it would expose the ugly roots of white supremacy, and, and white supremacist power structures, and uh, it would just expose them for, you know, the, the the puny the puny people that they are. And I am hopeful and grateful that it appears that Justin Pearson will be able to return back to office today. In fact. Here in just about an hour, my time, it's early in the morning here, uh, my understanding is that things are going to be underway in Memphis so that they can move expeditiously on his behalf. Uh, right after the break, we have a quick word from some of our sponsors. I want to give you an update on just the state of gun violence in America. There was yet another horrible mass shooting in Kentucky, We hear of other mass shootings around the country. And uh, I just want to tell us where I think we are and what might be able to happen here in the future. We'll be right back. There was... Yet indeed, another mass shooting this time in Kentucky at a bank where a former employee who appears to have been suffering from again um, mental health distress i'm I'm at a point where I don't dispute um, that mental health is actually a big part of the problem here um the problem is not that. Everyday Americans have mental health problems. Everyday Americans have always had mental health problems. And people all over the world in every single country in the world have mental health problems. The big difference between the United States and every other country is we're the only country that has more guns than people. And so when people have mental health problems in this country, it is highly likely that they already own a gun or can get easy access to a gun or have one in the house. It's one, one of those three. And that's just not the situation around the world. And so it's just a horrible math problem to have. We are actually, and you, you may lose touch with this, we are one of the largest countries in the world. And, you know, we are, you know, nearing 400 million people. There are over 400 million guns And so on any given day, you have millions and millions of Americans that are struggling with mental health issues. And they have easy access to guns. Millions. And it is only math that a few of them, every week, are going to do something catastrophic with those guns. Often they kill their families. Very frequently in America, they kill themselves. Suicide by gun continues to be a very serious problem in this country. It's just not not a problem around the world. It just isn't. And in this case, in Louisville, it is true that I have seen a lot of articles humanizing the shooter who came in and just mauled down, yes, with yet another AR-15, mauled down bank employees we hear that he was a high school basketball star. Uh, uh, His former college roommates said he was a phenomenal person. Then we started learning that it was highly likely that he had CTE, that he had had so many concussions as an athlete that uh, he wore some kind of special helmet, even when he played basketball. Um, And who knows? Uh, CTE, which is, is a disgusting, I don't, I'm not disparaging people who have CTE. I'm disgusted that so many people have it. Is what I mean. CTE is a major problem in this country in high school sports, and and not just football, but particularly football. But people are getting it in multiple sports, and uh, this young man may very well have had it. Uh, apparently, he did. Um, from the descriptions of the multiple successive concussions that he had, whatever the case. It appears that just last week he went and purchased his AR-15 very easily and put it to use. And again, this was someone who was struggling with mental health problems. And in this country, I, I would like to think that we could renew an assault weapons ban. Assault weapons were banned in this country for a very long time. They should be banned. But I would like to think that we can sl- probably very slowly improve how difficult it is for someone who is in mental health distress to purchase and get firearms. Because right now, it's way too easy. Um, it appears, I just read an op-ed from Justin Pearson himself, in the New York Times this morning that the ultra-conservative governor of Tennessee is pushing for some meaningful improvements in gun laws there. Not, it's not going to become like a liberal state, not that, but he is saying, listen, we want to have red flag laws so that people who are having mental health problems can't purchase guns. We would like those laws, but it is the very... Tennessee state legislature that removed Justin Jones and Justin Pearson that's in the way. And so we have to keep pushing for for these common sense improvements. But they're going to be slow and torturous. And while they all move so slowly. Horrible mass shootings will continue to happen. And it's painfully just the state of where we are right now. Listen, love, love, love and appreciate all of you. It's hump day. It's Wednesday. Keep on pushing. Uh, thank all of you for listening. I, I love the listeners of The Breakdown. Continue listening. Listen to every episode. Um, you know, when you listen to it from start to finish, it helps our ad rates. But we really what we really need you to do is go to the Northstar.com and subscribe today. Become a member today. All right. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Oh. Mm-hmm.